Hello and welcome back to Reality Check. Just a quick reminder at the top that I'm always looking for more questions to answer on here. So if you've got something going on in your life and you want my 10-minute uh, take on it, uh, please contact me through realityguidance.com or Facebook, uh, etc. I always uh, try to put the question and answer episodes at the top of the queue so that the questioner can get a response as quickly as possible, usually the next week. Um, but this week I wanted to talk about something uh, that is vital for all human relationships, and in fact uh, is the foundation upon which they're built, but that so many people have trouble with, and that's vulnerability. Now, the first question to ask is, what is it? Vulnerability, as I'm using it here, is the act of being emotionally open and honest with another person. This could mean things you aren't proud of, like talking about past mistakes or regrets. It could also mean sharing your hopes and dreams with someone. Uh, and in the case of romance, it could be the simple act of telling someone your true feelings. You'll notice that in all those cases, there's a risk, there's a danger. And that danger is rejection. Uh, but I'll get to that in a bit. So if that's what vulnerability is, the next question is why it's important. And this too is pretty simple to explain, but profound in its impact. When you are able to truly be vulnerable with someone, what you are really being is yourself. In our normal day-to-day, -day, we all have filters and barriers up, and the degree to which we live behind those barriers varies with both context and uh, the nature of the relationship. For instance, uh, when you're at work, you don't usually walk up to your boss and unload everything that's going on in your mind. It's understood that that's not the kind of relationship that's expected out of an employer-employee dynamic. It might be a little more relaxed around your coworkers, but there's still usual, usually a partial barrier up because you might not consider those people close enough. You might let them know that you broke up with your boyfriend over the weekend, but you aren't going to start crying about it in the office. These are normal, healthy filters to have, and they keep things in context. But what happens when that normal process goes too far? Like most psychological mechanisms, those natural filters can become a dangerous coping mechanism, especially if we experience trauma or certain kinds of emotional hardships early on in life, one of the most common ways our mind tries to protect us is to shut down our ability to let people in to see the real us. And that makes sense. If you grow up with parents that make you feel abnormal or inferior, for example, of course you wouldn't think that it's a good idea to share that sense of inferiority with other people. And in an extra cruel twist, in the few cases that you do, you might risk being vulnerable with the wrong kind of person. Uh, and go ahead and refer to episode 18 called The Laws of Attraction for more on that. But the wrong person could use your vulnerabilities against you, they could hurt you, and cause you to double down on this notion that you know no good can come from being vulnerable with anyone. This is the trap that so many people fall into. In fact, it's such a common tendency among people that it's almost a cliche that the more emotionally you know hardened you are against the world, the stronger you are. The implication being that if you never let anyone in, then no one can ever really hurt you. It sounds, you know, sort of logical, right? Unfortunately, no. This premise is flawed. If we imagine being vulnerable as a waveform, with ups and downs, peaks and valleys, representing times of elation, such as, you know, starting a new relationship, mixed with times of pain, you know, a relationship ending, and in between some long, longer periods of uh, you know, simple contentment, then one might guess that refusing to be vulnerable would be almost the opposite, right? Uh, 
it would look like a flat line where you sacrifice the highs in order to avoid the lows. But that's not really the way we work. Human beings crave intimacy. Whether it's friendship, romantic love, uh, or familial love, we need to connect to other people as a matter of mental survival and sanity. So what would closing yourself off from people truly look like on paper? It wouldn't be this flat, level line. It would actually be a long, slow decline. A line that starts somewhere in the middle and ever so gently crashes into the negative. We can pretend that a lack of vulnerability protects us, but in reality, every day that goes by without that true human connection is a day where our psyche is just a little bit weaker. Our inner fire is a little bit dimmer. So there's really no way to cheat the system. Either we learn to be vulnerable or we suffer this slow emotional death. But then how do we open ourselves up? Well, the first step is to realize and accept that the cliche I mentioned earlier is 100% false. It is not strength to shut yourself off from other people. That doesn't make you a you know steely-eyed, independent badass. In fact, quite the opposite. What you're actually internally shouting to yourself is, I'm terrified of the world. I'm terrified of other people. I can never let them see the real me because if they do, they'll laugh at me, they'll hate me, they'll reject me forever. But on the flip side, what does it say of someone who can open up, who doesn't let a fear of rejection or ridicule guide their actions? It says that they're quite strong. It's the strength of saying to yourself, I know I'm valuable. I know that if I show the true me to other people, there will be a bunch of them that like me. And even the ones that don't, I know that it has less to do with me and more to do with their own insecurities. Sounds pretty desirable to think that way, right? Of course, it's way easier said than done. Because when you get back down to concrete examples, things once again get pretty scary. Notice a few seconds ago that I said that a vulnerable person doesn't let the fear of rejection guide their actions. Notice that I didn't say that that person feels no fear. That's an important distinction. Everyone feels the fear of rejection. Telling a girl that you like her takes just as much courage for the vulnerable guy as it would take for the closed-off guy. The fear is pretty close to being the same. You want this girl to return your feelings, there's a reasonable chance that she won't, and that outcome will feel awful no matter who you are. So the difference isn't about fear, it's about how you handle that fear. And the vulnerable guy will say, screw it, if she doesn't like me back, that's okay, I'll survive. And that's a better outlook than the closed off guy who says, it's not worth risking that kind of pain, I'll just reject her before she rejects me. I'll just keep my feelings hidden, uh, or maybe even try to kill them off. Now, the reason I said that the fear is almost the same between the two guys is because over time, they will start to be a little different. Why is that? Well, let's think about it logically. If the vulnerable guy and the closed-off guy start out in their teens with the same level of fear of rejection, what happens is they both grow older. The first couple of times, the vulnerable guy feels absolute terror at the thought of rejection, but he plows through anyway. Let's say he's rejected most of the time, and only finds a true connection a few times. What does he learn? Well, with both outcomes, he realizes that vulnerability is a good thing. Obviously, when he connects with a girl, he feels great, as we all do, uh, so you know that's a huge bit of positive reinforcement. But even when he's rejected, he's learning a valuable lesson. That is, that he can survive the low times. 
And with each new rejection, mixed with those few positive connections, he starts to fear rejection less and less, realizing that being rejected doesn't mean he's bad or unlovable, but that everyone just has different tastes, and he's not going to appeal to everyone, or maybe even most people. But that's okay. Meanwhile, the closed-off guy is standing in the metaphorical corner of the room all by himself. And worse still, all he's paying attention to is the times when other guys are finding those connections. And he wishes he could have that too. If only he didn't have this stupid fear of rejection that he thinks those other guys lack. They don't lack it. They just learn to fight it. Now, even after you connect with someone, that fear of ridicule and being exposed can often persist. You can be dating someone, feel like you love them, and yet still hold large parts of yourself secret. And the extent to which you hold those parts back is the extent to which your relationship will suffer. So you're never really out of the woods if you can't be vulnerable. Marriage, having kids, having a million friends, none of it matters without vulnerability. People can certainly hit those milestones in their lives, but it's easy to just go through the motions for appearance sake. But there's still the question of how to be vulnerable, right? Well, for the most part, there are no tricks. There are no secret formulas. It takes courage and the will to act. There's no way around that. And for someone that's not used to exposing their inner self to other people, it's going to be absolutely terrifying the first few times, like walking naked out onto a stage. But if you think you found someone you care about and that you're reasonably sure cares about you in return, you have to risk it. The alternative is a slow crash and burn. But to that end, if you want more advice on how to be open with people, check out episode 24, uh, which is all about honesty. The bad news is that it's going to suck the first few times. But the good news is that it gets easier and easier the more you do it. Eventually, with enough confidence and self-esteem built up from trying, failing, succeeding, trying again, that fear of rejection will diminish to the point of only being, you know, a minor nuisance. You'll get to the point where you're even a little glad for some of the rejections because it means you didn't waste more time, you know, pining for somebody that was never going to be into you in the first place. Or you didn't stay stuck in a relationship or a friendship with somebody that, you know, only stuck around because they thought you were someone different. All right, I think that's a good place to bring this one to a close. Um, if you think you'd appreciate some help working yourself up to be vulnerable like that with yourself or your loved ones, let me know. Uh, after all, that's what I'm here for. So until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>